0: Oh, oh, Hello, everyone. This is the Hoka Talk podcast, a weekly, unedited and unscripted podcast series on both YouTube and Spotify. First of all, before we get into this today, I'd like to say thank you for all the love shown on uh, last week's episodes and the episodes before that. Link to that will be in the description below. If you're listening on YouTube, uh, if not on Spotify, then no worries, because it's all together on Spotify. So... Uh, that out of the way i have a guest uh, as promised uh, at the end of last week's episode so i'll just give him the floor now to introduce himself you uh, might uh, know him i've mentioned him a few times uh, before so uh, the floor is yours
1: what's going on guys um this is eli um yeah i'm from australia uh you could probably tell that by the accent yeah uh, <laughs> what What else should I say, I guess? Um, I um, yeah, I mentioned in my own podcast I had Blent on my own podcast. Um by the way, here's a cheeky plug. It's called Zero Barriers. if you want to check that out. It's on um mental health, relationships, um, psychology, taboo topics, and whatnot. Ah, uh, yeah, so if you want to check that out, you can do that. i'll I'll plug that at the end as well because i'm I'm cheeky like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mentioned on that um on that podcast that um Belent and I met at um we met online in some football forums, I think, on a Facebook forum kind of thing, so um yeah, yeah. and uh yeah I'm, I'm I'm keen to have a chat with you, uh Belent. um I'm just gonna put some headphones in quickly as well, well, so continue talking, and I'll just get sorted with that. Just yeah, no I don't problem. My, I, don't, I don't. want your voice to come through my mic and stuff everything up for you.
0: Yeah, that's okay, no problem. Yeah, um, like Eli said, I'll leave a link to uh the latest uh episode of his Zero Barriers podcast uh in the description below. I think it was with him and uh, his friend Charlie, uh, who he did the first episode with too, and obviously the second one, uh, like Eli said, was with me. Uh, so, what are we are going to be talking about today? Well, as you can tell by the title, uh, unless you can't tell by now, we're going to be talking uh, about relationships, uh, all things relationships, similar to what my brother and I did. Uh, you know, we talked about all things NBA, F1 and football, and um, I, I hit up Eli and he, you know, he said he'd come on and uh, I'm grateful because it was a bit last minute, I had asked a few people, uh, it was a similar problem like Eli had and, uh, well, he just got let down, but that's fine, it is what it is. Uh, Eli was a lifesaver and uh, decided to hop on, so the rest is history and here we are, so all things relationships today. Uh, yeah, so,
1: sorry, give me one second, sorry, I'm still yeah. sorting out my earphones.
0: Uh, no problem, I mean, this is... Not, uh, to,
1: not to ruin this for you, sorry, I should have had this sorted before.
0: Uh, that's okay, um, this is an edited and unscripted podcast, you know, these things happen, uh, if you listen to the um, last week's Hoka Talk episode, I mean, yeah it wasn't you know perfect from beginning to end but it is what it is uh you you live we live and learn and we'll get better the the more i make and uh you know more podcasts eli makes as well and uh i do always listen uh into eli as well it's a really good listen and uh i highly recommend it so even more of a plug if you will right there
1: um i am sorted
0: happy days perfect
1: and i just want to say pleasure to be here as well i should have mentioned that before um
0: and uh yeah that's fine and uh, obviously everyone listening as well thank you for being here too
1: and uh yes uh so where do we start i mean it's funny that you didn't ask me earlier for this one because this is something that's definitely up my alley um it's also something that um, not necessarily i find uncomfortable to talk about but it definitely um it's it's one of those things that's a little bit harder to talk about um because you know i have a bit of experience with relationships in general and ah uh, yeah it's this i guess a bit to unpack here i guess um is there anything specifically that you wanted to start us off on
0: well uh, we were talking about it on instagram yesterday weren't we um and um, we were going to focus on being in love and what it feels like coming out of that now i'm 22 this year and i can safely say that i haven't felt what it feels like to be in love i thought i was but I think there was a bit of naivety in there because uh, th- at the time, uh, my first relationship I had, I was only 17 or 18. And because it was my first relationship, I think I got more excited than I probably should have. I was just excited, I guess, to finally have a girlfriend. I don't know if you can relate to that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, my first relationship, I was quite young. I think I would have been – well. I did date someone for like three days when I was 13, but, um,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and then I, I got into one, I got into like quite a lengthy one. It was about 11, I think it would have been 11. Yeah. I think it was 11 months. It was just before our one year. And, um, that was grade nine to grade, um, oh, it was actually, it started in end of grade eight, actually. And, um, so that for me is age, uh, age 14 and that ended at the end of grade nine, start of grade 10. So I was, um, 15 at that time when that ended, I didn't feel any association of love. I didn't really care about the relationship, to be honest. It did hurt when it ended, but I think that's just cause I was yeah. a sensitive person. And, um, but yeah, I was just young. I didn't really care too much. It wasn't something that was like, oh uh, you know, it wasn't something that was such a big deal to me. Um, and then between then, I had like a couple of small relationships, like one month or like, you know, not not a long amount of time. I think I dated someone for like a few days and dated someone else for like a month. And yeah, it's just, it's funny. I I don't know if you can count them as relationships, but I guess they were. Um, and that was around age 16, And then I went on a pretty long gap after, after I, I I kind of, um, ended a relationship and I, 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 to this day feel bad about that. I, um, I was 16 and I just, I don't know, I, I just wasn't vibing the relationship. I thought maybe I jumped into this. Basically I'd hooked up with this person. Um, I, I, basically I, I hooked up with this person and, um, I thought, oh shit, like, I think I liked them, but really I'd only just hooked up with them because it was the first time I'd ever been drunk and I'd never felt drunk before. And I just did something crazy cause I was drunk. And that first time getting drunk was an insane feeling, but that's for another day. Um, but I, 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 I just like made out with that chick that day. And I thought, Oh, you know, maybe I'll date this girl. I ended up dating her. And then we, after a month I was like, no nah. quarter quits. Didn't date someone for probably, yeah, almost, almost a year. Um, that was kind of half by choice. I just wasn't too fussed on relationships at that age um this is a big one though because I was seventeen at this time um started dating this girl in the grade below me um different different uh school but grade below me knew her through mutual friends and uh yeah uh there's a lot to unpack for this one because um so I will kind of go more into depth a bit. Later on today, but essentially, I I'd, yeah, I I'd, I've I'd, I'd fallen in love. Probably, I don't know. Um, maybe a couple months into the relationship. Um, and to be honest, the moment it was was when I lost my virginity, which sounds really bad, but <laughs> that was actually the turning point. That's when I was like, oh my god, like I I am in love with this girl, and that ended after 11 months and yeah, look, that person absolutely hates my guts. I doubt they would ever speak to me ever again. Um, which really hurts. It does hurt. That's my first love. And they hate my guts. Like I'm talking love, love. Like I was infatuated with this girl. Like I, I thought everything of her and towards the end, it was toxic. There was just a lot of things that made it really impossible for us to be together in a sense. Um, yeah, And it was a messy, messy breakup. Uh, She ended it and I was very upset about it. I was 18 when it ended. So fresh adult. Um, And I was in my final year of school as well. A lot going on in my personal life. And it just broke me to pieces. And I, yeah, from there I didn't date anyone. Anyone. Sorry, I am going on a bit of a tangent no, here. So thanks, okay, thanks worry. for thanks for bearing with me, listeners, and you too, Um, after that, so that was April two thousand and seventeen. Um, I did a four month Europe trip in starting from September first two thousand eighteen. So a year and a bit later, really, because yeah, we ended April twenty seventeen, and then um, yes, yeah, so almost eighteen months. I think maybe about fourteen months later. I um I went overseas. I hadn't been in a relationship since um and that was kind of the moment when I went overseas when I realized, hey, I don't I'm over this girl finally. Like it took me such a long time and I'll unpack that after I give you a chance to speak. But um yeah. So I went over there for four months, came back home on Christmas Eve, and then messaged whilst I was over there my last few days of um, my trip, I actually messaged this girl on Instagram with a cheeky Hey X and we ended up, you know, meeting up a couple of times. She was hesitant to date, but I pulled her eventually. And before it's you knew it, February 2019, I was in a relationship again and that was my longest relationship. And it was also someone that I can truly say that I loved it was my second love, I, you know, I, I cared a lot about that girl, and, um, she'll always mean something to me, for sure, um, that unfortunately ended in September, it was pretty mutual, lots of things weren't going right, uh, at first I was pretty relieved, and then a few months later, again, it just hit me, like, how hard it is, a breakup, and just, it's not a nice feeling, and as I said, I will unpack this, but, yeah, that's kind of my history, and that girl, to this day, like, I'm still kind of, like I said, the last one took me, you know, 14 months or so to get over, so longer than the relationship itself. Um, this was September last year, end of September, and I'm still kind of struggling to get over this second love. Like, as I said, at first I was relieved, and then after that, definitely um, definitely hit me a bit harder a few months later, and... um yeah, it's still something I'm kind of dealing with now because that person I'm, like, I miss... I don't know if I miss the person or just miss being in a relationship. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's it's a hard one because it's, like, I don't think that person was necessarily good for me and we weren't good for each other. But at the same time, I do miss spending time with them. But, yeah, so that's my history of dating and relationships. I thought I'd unpack that and, um, yeah, we can, we can definitely delve deep into why it hurts so much and a little bit more but uh yeah i'll I'll give you the (laughs) the spotlight back
0: okay thanks uh well there was a few questions actually while you were talking i was thinking about um to ask you so obviously in terms of getting over this do you think and it might be a simple answer and a silly question but going to europe um you know for however many many months you went did that help um with the healing yeah, because they take taking mind off of, you know, you're traveling and you were, you know, some distance away from Australia, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I think um, the point when I kind of knew that I, I had won, I don't know, the, the, no one really wins in a breakup. I mean, it's it's not a fun experience, but <laughs> there was a moment and it was only about a month into my trip and um, her then boyfriend at the time, I think. They've since broken up, but, um, this was my ex's then, bro- um, boyfriend. So yeah, my first love, her man at the time messaged me basically saying, bro, like he was so angry and it was like, stop stalking her. Um, I'm not going to mention her name, but, uh, she's like, stop stalking her. And I know that, um, you've got a a photo of her still on your Facebook, like delete it. And stop stalking her, I know that you're still looking at her profile and stuff, and I just found that hilarious, because I actually wasn't, like, this was, like, the point in which, like, I had not contacted this girl since December 2017, so it was almost a year at this point, and this guy messaged me out of nowhere, like, and it was just, like, you know what, I felt like she (laughs) still had feelings for me, like, the fact that I was still on her mind, or, like, relevant... You know what I mean? Like, why is it yeah, coming I, up in conversation? Why is a profile picture from years ago affecting you? So I went on my Facebook, just deleted it. And I was like, I don't, like, care. Like, I, I just didn't... This was an old profile picture that I, you know, just completely forgot about. I don't go through my profile pictures and, you know. So, um, I I end up deleting that. And then, um, I was like, dude, I don't look at a profile. I haven't in a long time. Like... I just felt like she obviously was talking about me and still, you know, thought of me. And I was like, you know what? I want, like I am, I'm winning here. I want up to you. And yeah, I guess that was the point where I, I kind of realized like, oh, I'm over you. Like, this is just ridiculous. And you know, I, I do think about it sometimes. And I hope that that person as well, um, I would love nothing more than to be able to properly apologize. I don't think that opportunity will ever come to me. Um, uh, and uh, to be honest, apologize. What I'm apologizing for is just, like, I know that I caused her a lot of pain. And that was not deliberate. I thought that I did the best that I could. First love, it's hard to deal with. So, yeah, I mean, it was, Europe definitely just made me go, oh, this is easy. Like, there's so many fish in the sea. Like, you know, I was, you know, may, maybe hooking up, like, I was hooking up with girls overseas and having fun in Europe and, It was just like, ah, this isn't a big deal. Like, there's so many other women out there, and that'll be much better than me. So there you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's always someone better for you. You know, everything happens for a reason, doesn't it? Uh, If something doesn't work out, then uh, don't worry, because something will eventually. Uh, Something my my dad says um, to me, you know, um, I don't know how girls would feel about this, but like... um, Girls like buses, and I'm I'm going somewhere with this. You know, if you miss a bus, it's not the end of the world because you always know that another bus will come, won't it? Yeah, well, Uh, it makes any sense. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So, and hopefully, you know, at the end of the day, you get on the right bus, and um, it was worth staying on. I wanted to ask then, um, do you, looking back, like regret anything, like any relationships and so on? Because I know going through life. Uh, you know, there's a saying you shouldn't regret anything. So, do you at all? I mean,
1: it's 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 an interesting question because um, I I don't want to be one of those people that be like, uh, I don't believe in regrets. But um, to be honest, I do I do believe in regrets. Like, I think um, regrets are definitely um they they exist in my head like I, I i regret different things so no i don't regret any of the relationships definitely not i learned a lot and i'm continuously growing as a person they do say male's brains don't fully develop till age 25 makes sense yeah, to me um but yeah in terms of like like yeah i don't i don't regret the relationships i think but if I'm honest to myself, I definitely regret. Um. I I definitely regret things that I've done in the relationships or the way I've acted. I I, I think yeah. I've been pretty like submissive in relationships. I always kind of go for the same girls, and what happens is these girls normally wear the pants in the relationship, and that's it's all right. Like it's fine. It's just I don't. I think it should be equal, and um. Yeah, so I I regret not standing up for myself sometimes in these relationships. Um, There's also some actions that I just regret doing. Like I know that I've been manipulative and possessive and controlling in some of the some aspects of um, the particular two um, relationships where I was in love, and that's obviously why the love broke down. But um, in general, the I do not regret the relationships because it's like I learnt so much as a person, and um, I wouldn't be who I am now if it wasn't for that. And I hope that I continuously can still grow, and further with further more experiences, like I can learn more about myself and um, learn more about how to be a better person in, in relationships.
0: Yeah, I I feel you. I hear you as well. Uh, I I've only had one relationship to date, obviously, as I said earlier, and that didn't end the way that I wanted it to. I don't speak to this girl anymore. I'm not going to name drop it, obviously. Uh, it's not the time and the place to do that, or ever to do that. And um, I don't I don't regret her and I being together, but it was a mistake and I will admit that was a mistake uh back when I used to do blog posts I, I did talk about it to cut a long story short she uh did, did cheat on me after we were together for six months which yes. uh isn't a nice thing to do yeah well sorry to hear that I didn't know that no, that's okay <laughs> that's fine um the way she did it as well it was not horrible and uh people who know me like my like close friends and stuff I, I've told them what have happened and uh and what happened even and yeah they they were shocked to how like the audacity to do what she did but anyway uh i won't have to see her again and that's obviously for the best uh she lives somewhere in london and i live a couple hours from london so it's a big place so your fingers crossed um because i i wouldn't really want to see her again but i don't like hold any resentment towards her, if that makes sense uh the way i see it now looking back as, as i've got older um you know, i'm obviously 22 this year uh it's what's under the bridge for me, you know. It is what it is, and I've said that to people before, and they've said, well, what do you mean? You know, she cheated on you, and so on." And you were putting all the work into the relationship, but you know, I, life's life's too short, so to oh, I can't stand there and stuff what she did to me. Uh, it's what's under the bridge. If I ever saw her again, I'd be like, "Oh, you know, right? How are things?" and so on. Uh, we wouldn't be friends or like buddy buddy and stuff, and inviting her to come onto a podcast. But you know what I mean? Uh, what's under the bridge for me? But uh, I definitely don't regret it, although I will admit it was a mistake because, um, like I said, I felt like I was putting in all the effort, um, waking up at whatever time in the morning, going traveling to see her. And when the roles were reversed for her to come and do that for me, that wasn't happening. Uh, and it all stems down to basically I rushed into it. I was excited to finally have a girlfriend. And this is something else I wanted to bring up as well. Don't get me wrong. She was a very attractive woman. And she is, you know, nothing's changed her in terms of that. Um, but I thought there and then for me at that time when I was 17, it was looks before personality. Now I look back now, it doesn't obviously work like that. And now, yeah, I want to be attracted to someone, but I want to be attracted to personality too. I think that's key. Um, By the time, obviously, I thought, that well, she, you know, she's an attractive woman and in return, she'll be a nice person as well. Uh, I don't know what you you feel about that, but uh, that was my mindset at the time, what I thought.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think it changes as you get older. Like, um, you focus more on looks rather than personality until you hit, like, an age, and I guess it just changes. Obviously, you have to have some sort of attractive... Like, you have to be at least a little bit attracted to someone to, you know, date them.
0: Yeah,
1: of course, yeah. So that that there's that bullshit like oh, you know, like just go for someone like she's so nice, but it's like, like you know, like if someone likes you and you're not feeling it like because you're not attracted to them, like don't hate yourself for that. Don't blame yourself for that because at the end of the day, a big thing comes down to is intimacy. And intimacy is based off attraction. And, you know, you also have like sexual sexual chemistry, definitely big. Um, and people don't like to t- to admit this or talk about this, but sex in general is just like an important part of adult relationships. Um, yeah, that's what yeah. all like relationship therapists they like they all say, like you need to be having sex to like continue to have a good relationship which you know i could make arguments against but look you know like it makes kind of a lot of sense because you know that's your attraction and you're getting stimulated and there's so much science behind that but yeah like in general like i think um as you age you um there's uh there's definitely a flow between personality and attractiveness and personality sort of takes over um there is someone that I talk to, and I find like like she's a very attractive person, um, and she likes me a lot, and she wants to date me and uh look, there's nothing I have against her personality, it's just i'm I'm less attracted to her personality than maybe I would like to, and yeah. look, it's not like. She's a she's a great person. She's so sweet, um, but it's also just kind of the whole. I'm um, I don't know. It's hard to explain, really. It's just kind of yeah, yeah. I just I I like a particular person, and if I'm not with that to- sort of person, I can find someone quite annoying. If I'm honest, yeah.
0: That that yeah. sounds
1: bad and really brutal, but like yeah. So I definitely agree with you on that.
0: Okay, that's good. Well, um, back to um, her and I. We're jumping from tangent to tangent and all over the place. But yeah, you know, I don't want to play the sympathy card. Because um, everyone was like, "Oh, you, know, you poor thing. She did this to you. Did that to you, and so on." I wasn't the perfect boyfriend, and I will admit that. Um, but as I said earlier, and I've said before, about all things really, you live and learn. And you know, I, I would get jealous over silly things. Uh, a lot of her friends were were males, and you know, she spend a lot of time with them. I don't know, for some reason that got to me, and I look back now, and I think, well, that that was really silly of me. Like, if she's my girlfriend, you know, I should be able to trust her, and uh, if her male friends. you know, well, she's got a girlfriend, and so on, if, if that makes sense, you know. Uh, that's, that on my own was silly, and um, obviously, she did cheat on me, but I'm not going to sit here and play the victim card. I wasn't a perfect boyfriend, but Uh, things are different now uh a couple years later and uh yeah that's that uh i don't know how you feel about that and if you wanted to add anything
1: yeah no i i i'm that's the same with me like i have like i said before i've made mistakes in relationships and um yeah I, i think both sides kind of contribute to a breakup so yeah um I know what you mean. Definitely. Um, I'm not sure if you wanted me to unpack, I suppose, the feeling of what it's like for that to end um,
0: at all. Be my B- B- guest if you'd like to, yeah. I'm all yeah, ears.
1: So going off what I was saying before, like it was pretty much a terrible feeling both times coming out of being in love. Um, like you said, you haven't experienced it just yet. Um, I'm sure yes. you will one day. And I hope for yep. your sake that that doesn't end because, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if you, you're in love, you just so, your emotions are just so, I don't know, they we've come all over the place. I just, I just cast my mind back to so many memories of just random memories, walking through a park or walking home, holding hands and you're young, you're naive, you think the world is perfect and everything around you is perfect and. You know those days weren't really as great as what I thought they were, but they just looking back on them, they they maybe um they maybe are better than what I I mean maybe looking back on them like maybe the memories look better than they actually were, but yeah maybe yeah. that's just maybe that's just hindsight and nostalgia and nostalgia you know you're focusing on the good and not focusing on the worst that's the thing a lot of people that say, you know, when you say, I can't get over my ex, it's like, a lot of people say it's because you focus on, um, all the positives, because your brain naturally does that, Ah, uh, there's a lot of st- research out there, if you just want to look this up, if you're curious at all, um, anyone listening, like, or yourself, Blent, like, you can just look up, I can't get over my ex, or you can look up reasons why, um, r- reasons why people... Reasons why I can't get over my ex. Basically, just anything along those lines, or just I can't get over my ex, whatever. On Google, you'll find that um, there's some links and um, that like it actually explains why you can't get over it. So yeah, that's that's something to definitely look at. So yeah, if you ever if you're ever interested in this topic a bit more, you just research. Why can't I get over my ex or why I can't get over my ex. Something along those lines. And there's a bunch of links that I've read and researched uh read the research, sorry, of um of yeah, just like circumstances of well, it's not circumstances actually. There's not really a lot of examples. It's just it's kind of just like science based um research of why people can't get over their ex and a lot of it, yeah refers back to the fact that you always look back on the positives and not the negatives, which is definitely a big thing. And I'm going, going off the point I'm trying to make here is, yeah, that's why I think it's so hard the break up because you're just so focused on everything good about that person. Like how attractive you were uh, attracted you were to them. Um, you, yeah. How attractive you found them and, um, all the good times you spent, all the memories and, you know, You take them away, and what is the memory really? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, even just this, even my first love. It was eleven months, but I spent so much time with her. I have so many memories full, like with her, and you know, it's like you take away her, though. What the, what's the memory? It's like everything is to do with her, and sometimes you feel like you might have wasted, wasted that time. I felt that particularly with this last ex, 18 months. I don't feel like I've wasted the time, but it's a long time in my life that I won't get back being in a relationship that ultimately didn't lead me anywhere. and It didn't lead me to um, being married and whatnot. So that's the thing, isn't it? I guess. It, it. I think a lot of it hurts because it's like you'll never get that back. And look, most people never get back with the exes, some do, I will say that, but, um, yeah, and I think that's it, like, once it's over, it's over, and you realize that, and it's, it's the same as losing a friend, you know, I've lost a lot of close friends in the last couple of years, and it's the same feeling, and maybe I'll get those friends back, but with, with, I think the, the, the thing of girls, or, like, just having a relationship, and losing that relationship, is that you know that it's over, and you know that it's never going to happen again, and you'll never, get that person back in your life and even if they weren't good for you it was someone you spent time with and you adored and you loved their qualities and i think that's what love is and when that ends it's like shit like i i i, I really loved you and this hurts it hurts that you're yeah. not gonna have that experience with that person anymore and i think you will always always reflect back on your your like previous lovers People always tell me that you never forget your first love, and that was so true to me. In in my, my last relationship, when I was falling in love, like, the, the amount of times that I would just reflect back on things from the first time I was in love. And uh, that was a long time ago now. I'm talking 2016, 2017, so, you know... And while this next relationship was twenty nineteen twenty twenty, so yeah, it's yeah, there's a little unpacked there. I could probably go on forever about this, but um, yeah, I think a lot of the reason why it hurts so much is because you just reflect back on all the positives and you your brain just doesn't focus on the negatives like it should,
0: yeah, that's a human brain view, isn't it uh how I go over my ex uh, and i do i I do have a Something to say about this. It knock knocked my confidence and uh, you know, like I said, the people I told about what happened uh, understand why and you know, it's clear why it took me quite a while to get over it, But I um started going to the gym and I started doing ten K's, you know, marathons and so on. And that for me was what got me over her and what helped me get over her. Uh I just wanted to like gain that confidence back and do so like with myself so like appearance and so on and just confidence in general because it knocked my confidence higher in terms of going up to a girl a girl a girl a girl girl and talking to her um but uh yeah i'm really glad i got into that obviously you know i'm I'm going off on another tangent but races and so on doing 10k's have been uh, postponed lately because of covid but hopefully we can start to do those again soon. I uh, don't know when that'll be, but uh, yeah, that's how I got over her, and um, I'm really glad that I did because I don't know where I'd be if I was just still sitting in my room or whatever, sulking over her because it was never going to bring her back, and I didn't want it to, so I just thought, right, I'm gonna start doing this, going out on runs, going to the gym, and that is really what helped me, and obviously, friends and family as well. Um, although uh, back what you were saying about like. The wasting of time and so on. That's kind of what how, how I feel. And it might be done a horrible thing to say, but then when you know what she did, it I, I think I'm in my right to say it. Uh waste of time like just being together it's time I'm not gonna get back. Okay, it was six months, not the longest of time, but still, you know, it's half half a year, isn't it? And yeah, that's half a year, I'm not gonna get back. And I wish I could just I could just go back and tell my, you know, seventeen year old self to not do that again. But you live in there, don't you, as I've already said. Um, one thing I wanted to ask, I don't know if you wanted to add anything, what I just said. Uh, do you believe, because um, one of my friends, I always tell her about, about this when I'm talking about a girl to her, and uh, he said, oh, don't say that, I don't like you when you say that. Do you think that anyone is out of anyone's league? You know what I mean? When a guy says, oh, you know, I, she's out of my league, there's no point going after her. Uh, what do you look,
1: think? Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, there's circumstances, so... When I'm at work, (laughs) this is funny, and I told my mom about this, I I flirt with customers that I know are out of my league, but when I say that they're out of my league, it's because they're, like, they've got kids, or they're visibly older, and I have no chance of them. And I say visibly older, I'm talking, like, a few years. I'm talking, like, they're, I'm 22, they look around 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. And I do that, because it just validates my, like, you know, I can you know, it just validates that I've got game, but it doesn't mean I'm going to get them, it just means, like, I'll just practice this now, and then try it later, sort of thing, see what reaction I can get out of these people that I have no chance with, so that, yeah, I think there's people that are out of your league, but I don't think, like, I'd, like, the average, so, okay, how do I answer this, I guess, like, yes and no, so, yeah, you've got those circumstances of, People that are girls that are older than you, or you know, like you're not realistically, you're not gonna get it. And I, I'm like that for just me and you, and we're just you know, 20, you're 21, right? Yeah, and I'm 22. I don't think anyone out your own age, or even like between 18 and what your age is now is out of your league, I think anyone can really kind of achieve, um, can get anyone else, but in saying that, uh, unfortunately, some people just don't have as strong genes as others, so it's going to be harder to attain what you might be after, but I definitely think that A lot of my relationships have just come from me being confident, charismatic, and my personality shone through, and they've been attracted to that, and then the physical attraction comes after that. So it's interesting. I think there's some research about this that, like, with males, it's all just about a physical attraction, and then the personality, like, becomes important, while with females, I think they are attracted to the personality first, and then the, the physical attraction comes out after. Not that they're not physically attracted in the first place, but it's it becomes more visible afterwards. While males, it's just like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm already attracted. And then they get more attracted to the personality. So yes and no, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes sense. Like uh, I said, some people have stronger genes than others, so they're going to be more desirable. But yeah. There's definitely some books out there. A lot of the YouTube videos of how to pick up girls and whatnot, and how yeah, there's probably some girls that do it like for other girls as well, like how to pick up guys. They're all cringy kind of bullshit YouTube videos. None of that (laughs) shit. None of that shit probably works. But there's some good books out there. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of the game by Neil Strauss. It is like an iconic book. And it's probably one of the only books that I would actually recommend on this topic. But basically, Neil, Neil was just some nerdy guy that didn't get women and no one really wanted him. And then he did some stuff. I haven't read the book, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested in reading it. But, um, yeah, um, I'm interested in reading it, but, um when i do sorry about that by the way no, that's um, okay no <laughs> um yeah so he changed some lifestyle things and whatnot and then next thing you know he was instantly desirable he was picking up women left right and center he was getting girls that he that might have been previously unattainable and out of his league so yeah it's there's definitely some pick up artistry i think you just got to look in the right places
0: yeah that's the and
1: thing. like that's the thing as well like a lot of people say some of my, my mates say no you can't there's no textbook on this shit like you gotta do it yourself and read the game yourself and i go yeah but that's easier for some than others others some people just don't understand that and some people some people need a little bit of guidance, so I definitely recommend the game by Neil Strauss for anyone who struggles. Have, as I said, haven't read it, but just mass reviews. Everyone, I've, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they all kind of talk about it. And I'm definitely going to read it soon.
0: But yeah, you but it sounds. I will too, and uh, I will actually. Now you mentioned it. I'll, if anyone wants to have a look at it, I'll put a descri- link in the description below too. Uh, I think that would be a good idea.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, for sure. One thing I wanted to mention. Uh, now it, it's about a song. Uh, I'm sure you've heard "Lucid Dreams" by Juice World. Yes. Uh, there's a lyric in there that he he says. Um, obviously, rest in peace to Juice World. Juice World, what happened to him was yeah tragic. Um, but uh, he says in it. Why do evil girls have the prettiest face? And I don't know. For me, I could relate to that. What he said, uh, and there is some truth behind it. I think. Um, or who 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 knew evil girls have the prettiest face? Something along those lines.
1: Yeah, there's, uh, the Kanye, there's a Kanye lyric that's similar. I think it's like the uh, I can't remember what it was. It was it's an it's an old older Kanye song. It's like, why why is it? Like why is why is the most beautiful girls have the ugliest something, I don't know, to do with yeah. their personalities. So yeah.
0: I just yeah, I just wanted to mention I thought I, thought, well, I was it is an interesting lyric and it's just one I can relate to and uh, funny really. Um that's one of his songs that he didn't like. Um but yeah, a really good song that is and uh it's one that I listen to a lot of his music actually after um my breakup but uh yeah good song guys uh, lucid dream especially that lyric in particular i wanted to end, end this off now because we're over 40 minutes now and uh, i know it's it's definitely late uh in australia uh right now i wanted to ask uh, just one final question really unless you wanted to ask or uh, talk about anything else uh, uh yeah uh before before you do um do you think nice guys finish last
1: <laughs> uh I, I think that uh
0: like, I, how do you feel I, I don't all? like
1: I don't like when males uh males go oh, I'm a nice guy why am I not getting women That's incel logic if you don't know what an incel is look it up Incels are basically just men that think they're entitled to women and uh, there, there's a lot on incels just look it up there's a lot of them on Reddit Um and a lot of the incels I find are always saying oh, but I'm a nice guy, or why am I such a nice guy and no girl wants me? Like, to be honest, if you're saying that you're a nice guy, you're probably not a nice guy. Or yeah. Like, to, you don't need to be saying that. It doesn't work like that, in my opinion. Um. So, yeah, do nice guys finish last? Well, I don't think they do because... The nice guys, you'll be surprised. You think, like, a lot of girls, sure, a lot of girls do go for assholes, especially in this modern day, but, what, like, the real girls and a lot of genuine girls will actually go for guys that are nice, but they don't brag about being nice, or they don't say, oh, I'm a nice guy, like, you know, you gotta treat them a bit mean, you know, treat them mean, keep them keen, but, uh,
0: <laughs> you gotta
1: yeah. I think I think um I think I don't know I mean sure look I'll be honest I'm single and maybe I'm not the nicest person in the world but uh I'm a I'm a good person I guess And I guess I'm a nice person uh do I think I I'm worthy of a relationship sure so yeah, sure, some people, and I'm not actively looking at the moment, by the way, but I'm just saying, um, if I was, maybe I would find it difficult while there's jackasses getting in relationships easier. So yes and no, once again, sorry to say yes and no again, but yeah, that's my opinion. No, that's all. Okay. Um, one last thing I want to say was I found that Kanye song, it's, uh, the prettiest people do the ugliest things. So there you go. That's the lyric. Um, it's from all fours down. That's true. All
0: right. Well,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, well, is there anything else you'd like to uh, like to um, add? I uh, have some tips. Guy, I know this is what we did at the end of the uh, the episode um, that we, uh, we we did together, uh, which offers some tips didn't we, to the viewers and listeners. Um, you know, just like getting over a relationship and so on. Anything that perhaps you can draw on from past experience you wanted to share with others.
1: Uh, yeah, well, you sort of said go to the gym. Gym's good. Um, just focus on yourself. Don't worry about jumping into a relationship again because you'll crave that. And I, I know that feeling, but just don't. Just hold yourself back. I've been holding myself back, and honestly, I'm having a really good year this year, and I'm, I'm single, which is surprising. Um, just focus on yourself. Focus on lifestyle changes. Read books. Books are great. Books yeah. are so underrated. Listen to podcasts on dating. I've been doing that this year, and it's just really interesting. Um I don't know. There's no right way for anyone particularly, but I just think um if you just focus on your, yourself, and I know that's so cliche, but what that really means is just work hard at uni or work or both. Have fun with your friends. Focus on your family. Don't worry about pursuing a girl or a boy. They'll come at the right time. Um, block. Don't necessarily block them, but just don't contact your ex. So that's that's definitely a thing I've struggled with in the past. And just recently, I've started communicating with my last ex again. A little bit here and there. And, you know, it does bring back feelings. The best thing you can do is just distance yourself completely. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot harder. Um, apart from that, there's a lot of tools and resources out there, use Google, lots of books on there too, um, there's this one called, I think, I think Esther Perel, she's like some, from, from Europe somewhere, she has some books that are really good about relationships and dating and whatnot, I think one of them's called Mating in Ca- Captivity, um, it's a very recommended book for people to read, um, but yeah, that's my tip for that, and yeah, also, last couple of things I would say is, uh, read The Game by Neil Strauss. I'm gonna read it, everyone else should read it, I've heard really good things about it. I don't think it's cringe, I did read a little bit of it the other day when I was at the bookstore, I didn't end up buying it, because I'm saving a little bit of money at the moment, but yeah, and, um, yeah listen to my podcast too i'm sure Blent will um link that
0: yeah absolutely yeah uh definitely be definitely worth your time and it is a really good listen to uh i know you' you're making those uh, is it twice every or once every like two weeks at the moment yeah at
1: the moment and then i'll go to weekly uh and you can follow me on instagram it's at e dot l i dot m a y n a r d that's at e dot l i dot m a m a y n a r d so that's yeah, e, um, shameless plug I'll... but you gotta do it
0: yeah yeah i'll make sure to put it in the description too for everyone uh i guess i just wanted to um end on the uh, quote at the beginning of the podcast uh, obviously it's in the editing stage at a minute but i put i put there basically something will come your way and again it's cliche and everyone says it but something will come your way or someone will come your way however you want to look at it when you least expect it you know when you're not actively looking i know from past experience and i know now as well i'm not really looking anymore it's not really not worth the time just chasing anyone just
1: yeah let it be
0: be spontaneously
1: Uh, yeah
0: exactly exactly i mean there's more i'm sure there's more women than men in the world right now so uh there we are that's that's that's, that says it all um i just want i think for me a good way to get over it as well not just obviously going to the gym like we said and i'll end on this it's different for other people i understand that but talking about how you're feeling even oh, if yes, it's
1: different sure
0: sorry yeah, i if- just quickly
1: interrupt you and say I- i'm i completely forgot about that but definitely as a man you should be doing that but please
0: go on yeah, cry as well you know cry about it it's fine don't listen to when people say a man shouldn't cry you're a wimp if you cry it's yeah. okay if you're a guy and you want to cry i mean i I'm I'm sensitive, you know, I'll cry over things. Uh, I don't care if people say, oh, wimp. You know, I I will cry. And uh, it's not just like a female trait for women to cry. Men can too, and there's nothing wrong with that. So Definitely. good on you, cry. Good on may, you.
1: May, like, I think girls get over relationships easier because they have their girlfriends while guys just don't open up, they bottle it up, and yeah, it hurts.
0: To so talk it. to your
1: friends. I, I've struggled with that before. Talk to your fucking friends. Talk about yeah. it. And yeah, cry. Let your emotions out. It's fine. It's it's normal. It's it's grief. Yeah, it makes make
0: you feel better too.
1: For sure.
0: Uh, yeah, knowing that others are aware of your feelings will make you feel less alone with your pain, and it will help you heal. Even even instead of doing that, writing it in a journal that can also be a helpful outlet for your feelings. Or do do something like this: do a podcast and talk about it. That helps too. Rather than keep it to yourself, and like Eli said, bottle it up and uh, let it play on your mind talk about it and like if you're a guy listening and you think oh if I cry people will call me a wimp or whatever life's too short to worry about people, what people think about you like Eli said and I've said just let it out yeah and uh, it's for the best right well I, th- I think we're, we'll leave it there for now because we're, j- we're coming up on an hour and like I said it's getting later uh, in Australia now I don't want to keep Eli for any longer than I need to I'm sure he wants to go to bed and stuff so uh i wanted to end you know by saying thank you everyone for being here thank you for eli for coming on last minute so i know i uh, was there anything you wanted to add
1: no just thanks again for having me on cheers yeah I no really problem uh, and looking forward to listening yeah. to this back
0: yeah um it'll, it'll, well it'll probably be up now by the time you wake up in the morning uh, i'll crack on with editing it now because it's just come up to 3 p.m here uh so, yeah, like I said, um, last week's episode will be in the description below. I'll also include that book that we talked about earlier in the description if you want to give that a read. Uh, also, Eli's podcast um, will be in the description of the last one he did. And uh, apart from that, uh, this has been Hoka Talk. My name is been Ben Belenz. Thank you again for Eli for being here. And uh, I'll be back next week. Uh, if you have a topic you'd like uh, for me to talk about or for like to come on again and talk about, then by all means, let me know on Instagram, comment on the video, send me a message on Messenger. And uh, yeah, if you want to come on and talk about it yourself too, be my guest. Uh, hope to Talk, like I said, I'll be back sometime next week. Thank you all for listening. Take care of yourselves. Have a nice rest of your day. And uh, yeah, any feedback or criticism you have, let me know because I always want to improve. But apart from that, take care, like I said, and I'll see you very soon.